Hi, and welcome to our Learn to Meditate audio series. We want you to know that we are very honoured that you are taking the time to listen to these classes. We know your time is precious, and we want to offer you our deepest gratitude and respect in presenting these classes to you. Class 10, To Be Goals In Class 10, you will increase your potential to live the spiritual life and set goals for your progress. A butterfly sat motionless on the airport runway as a huge jumbo jet thundered towards it. The earth shuddered as the monster approached, but with a couple of swift movements, that little butterfly fluttered out of its path. That jumbo jet worth hundreds of millions of dollars with all its sophisticated computer equipment and powerful engines can travel thousands of times faster than the butterfly, shift hundreds of people around the planet on its wings. But any one of us would choose instantly to be the butterfly rather than the jumbo for one simple reason. The butterfly has life. The dead matter that is the jumbo is encaged by its lack of life and the butterfly has the potential for freedom because of its spark of life. This is the real nature of meditation, the discovery of our innermost nature that sets every one of us free, for the real nature of life is freedom. Our problem is we look outside for ourselves. We somehow fall into the idea that we will discover our satisfaction by doing things or reaching for some kind of material or career goals, that our soul will magically somehow become visible to us in the sheer unfolding of life. It does not. We simply must turn our eyes inward to see our soul. There is no other way. While we encage ourselves with our search for gratification outside, we deny ourselves the infinite freedom within. Being It's interesting that we are known as human beings. The only other beings usually referred to are beings from other planets or perhaps godlike beings. It is not common for other animals to be referred to in this way. You do not usually speak of dog beings or fish beings. The dictionary refers to being as a person or thing that exists or the state of existing. Why are we known in this manner? It is amusing because in the spiritual context being is exactly the point. It is very easy to philosophize and talk and muse about all kinds of deep spiritual perspectives, but from the point of view of our actual spiritual progress, what we be is the most important thing. That is how we live our spirituality. Perhaps a better description of the human condition would be human doings. The common reality of humanity is a concentration on doing and having and grabbing and possessing, with little focus on who we are and what we are being. To truly live our spiritual life is the most important principle these classes could proffer. We must be the change we wish to see, Gandhi. To make a change in our lives, as you remember, requires the efficient utilization of the change cycle, awareness, willingness, potential, action and result. To make that change lasting requires being. It's another really simple idea, but extremely powerful. Being requires us to change our state of mind permanently. Now that probably doesn't sound too hard, but it is. The thing your ego holds on to most fervently is your present state of mind, and it will defend it to the death. So we need to practice this often. It is a skill that is learned and is, is the basis of any true spiritual life. For example, to be loving requires the absence of fear, which is the opposite of love, as a starting point. We need to have pure trust and pure faith as the foundations. And we need to open our heart and radiate the flow of love from the depths of our own innermost self. 
To do this as a meditation exercise, you could try and consciously work on all of those elements. We could start by accepting that we have fear to release, but empowering ourselves with the belief that we can be perfectly loving, awareness and willingness increasing our potential. A simple way to approach this might be to visualize ourselves connecting with the perfect flow of love that is our real nature on our inward breath and letting go of any fear or anxiety on the outward breath. This could be defined as the action of loving. Then it is for us to analyze the result with positive empowerment. We could explore the qualities of unconditional trust and perfect faith as a result of the unconditional loving process. This simple little exercise would be the beginning of being loving. Gradually, as we practice, we would find ourselves becoming more loving and less fearful, and in the end, a perfectly radiating being. Goals Most of us are familiar with the value of goals. If we want to achieve objectives, then we need to set goals. Let's consider the goals for your spiritual journey. The easiest method is to meditate and discover your life goals, and then work on goals for the next 77 years, 7 years, 7 months, 7 weeks, 7 days, 7 hours, something like that. Obviously making sure that the interim goals are targets that can be met and all are intimately cognizant of our life's goal. This is so important and you need to daily remind yourself of the activities you are involved with and be sure that they are helping you to reach your interim or life goals. Take a little time at the end of your next meditation to sit with paper and pen and write down your life goals. Then think about achievable targets for the next seven years, seven months, etc. Write them all down. If you want to frame them and put them in your meditation place so you can daily realign your intentions and focus towards your goals. The achievement of your interim goals should serve as an inspiration and reinforcement to your life goal. It will help keep you centered and focused and give your spiritual life structure. Personally, I have found that my spiritual journey is an unfolding that seems to concentrate on specific areas at different times. I need to be aware of what these lessons are, so I am constantly looking for the insights in the coincidences and of the events of my life, my dreams and my intuitive feelings. These inputs I try and decide on what it is I should be focusing my energies on, and then I set little goals for myself to live those lessons. It might be, for example, as simple as aspiring for more purity in my life. I might try and tell myself at various times during the day to consciously remember that I am working on being more pure. I would set goals for myself as simple as, in addition to my regular meditation, I will meditate seven times for three minutes on purity today. In that way, purity stays at the forefront of my mind throughout the day. Once I have achieved that goal for a day or two, I find myself feeling very fulfilled. This is an exercise in expanding the arm moment. This is what we call those moments of real meditation. When perception shifts from the physical to the spiritual. These moments may happen any time. Not necessarily in a structured meditation. For example, it could be catching a wave or walking through a forest. Or listening to music or watching a sunset. We must fundamentally be aware of the dynamics of this process. It is almost scientific in its application. Be aware that as a starting point, we need to transcend the regular inputs we get from our physical senses and to relax and allow our heart to perceive and meditate in the way it chooses. 
comes to the new meditator. So for this exercise, let's prepare as usual. In closing your eyes, I'd like for you to remember an ah moment in your own life. Work on slowing your breath down to a slow that is comfortable. Longer, slower, deeper breaths. Then gradually imagine that everything that is you is slowing down. See your blood flow slowing. Feel your thoughts slowing. And gradually imagine turning your eyes inward to your heart. physical and emotional nature has stopped and deepen your concentration upon your heart until everything outward has stopped. Expand that arm moment for as long as is comfortable. 